What is up everyone, it's Quinn here. And a couple days ago, I put out a video talking about five running back threes that I think have the upside to finish as RB1s here in 2023. Today, we're gonna be running that video back, but talking about five wide receiver threes that I think have the upside to finish top 12 at the position. So these are all players that are being drafted outside the top 24 wide receivers, but I think these players do have some serious upside if things kind of fall into place for them here in the 2023 season. If you all enjoy the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But let's just jump into the first wide receiver three that I think has some upside. And it is going to be Mike Williams. Right now, he's right on the cusp of being a wide receiver too. He's being drafted as the uh, wide receiver 25. This is according to Underdog, but technically, you know, does apply for this video. And honestly, he's just been a guy who's been right outside of wide receiver one status over the past two seasons. In 2021, he was the wide receiver 13 in points per game at 15.4. And then last season, it may not seem like he was right there. He did finish as the wide receiver 20 in points per game. But if we remove the two games where he played under 40% of the snaps due to injury, he actually would have finished as the wide receiver 13 again with 15.2 points per game. I expect this Chargers offense to be one of the best units in the NFL. Like I said, he's been right outside of wide receiver one territory, but he hasn't really put together big touchdown numbers. In the past two seasons, he's averaged 0.45 touchdowns per game, which is not all that great. I think he could easily see a boom in that department this season. And if he does, I do think he has a solid shot to be a top 12 option at the position. The next wide receiver is actually going to be drafted right behind him, and that is DJ Moore. He's coming off the board as the wide receiver 26. And I'll completely acknowledge that I think DJ Moore has a fairly wide range of outcomes this season. Like if he finished as like a mid to back end wide receiver three, I don't think I'd be shocked. But I also think he does have some upside here in 2023. Now, it is possible that Justin Fields just isn't going to be a great quarterback to support his fantasy weapons, but I feel like it's also possible that he really just hasn't had a fair opportunity to prove that yet. And we have seen two recent examples of mobile quarterbacks take significant leaps once they were paired with a true wide receiver one. We saw Josh Allen go from a 59% completion percentage to 69, and his quarterback rating went from 85 to 107 after the addition of Stephon Diggs. Jalen Hurts went from a 61% completion percentage to 66, and his quarterback rating jumped from 87 to 102. I feel like everyone kind of focuses on the quarterback taking the big leaps in this situation, and they definitely did, but it was actually also the wide receivers that took big leaps for fantasy. So Stephon Diggs, the year before he was paired with Josh Allen, was the wide receiver 24 in points per game. He was the wide receiver three in points per game in his first season with Josh Allen. A.J. Brown, the year before he was paired with Jalen Hurts, was also the wide receiver 24 in points per game. And then he jumps up to wide receiver eight in his first season with Jalen Hurts. So it's not just that Justin Fields could take a leap. It is possible that D.J. Moore has the upside if Fields is also able to take that leap with him. And I think we all know that D.J. Moore is talented enough to be a top 12 wide receiver, right? Like if we put this dude on some elite offense, he'll probably be drafted as a top 12 guy. And also recent examples have shown that it is possible that if him and Fields take a collective leap, both these dudes can hit it big for fantasy football. So I do think the upside is there for DJ Moore. The next wide receiver is going to be Deontay Johnson. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 30. And I understand that it may kind of seem crazy after Deontay Johnson just completely flopped last season. 
but we also can't forget that in 2021, he was the wide receiver eight in points per game. So he does have a recent wide receiver one finish. And we always know that Deontay is going to be a volume machine. Even in his really tough 2022 season, he still averaged 8.6 targets per game. In 2021, where he had the wide receiver eight finish, he was at 10.6 targets per game. And despite the uh, Steelers being kind of middle in the pack in terms of pass attempts per game last season, they were bottom 10 in passing yards, and then they were actually last in passing touchdowns per game. So despite like their splits not being too bad in terms of them being like, you know, middle of the pack in terms of their pass attempts, everything else was just tough, right? Kenny Pickett's rookie year, the line wasn't great, just not a lot of positive from that Steelers passing attack. But I do think there's room for improvement here in year two with Kenny Pickett. He should be better. He should be the guy throughout the entire season. I think, you know, they have made some additions to the offensive line. I just think in general, this passing attack should be rising. And with Deontay Johnson's built-in volume, we know the volume is going to be there. I feel like he's a solid touchdown season away from once again competing to be a top 12 guy. But obviously, he's going to need to catch a few more than uh, zero touchdowns here in 2023. The next wide receiver is going to be Marquise Brown. He's going off the board actually just after Deontay Johnson as the wide receiver 31. And I do understand it might be tough to kind of see the vision of a big Hollywood Brown season given the current state of the Cardinals. I think they have like the lowest uh, win over under in the entire NFL. But I do think if Kyler Murray can make a return like in the first half, obviously ideally first like, I don't know, four, five, six weeks of the season, I think that could possibly happen here with Marquise Brown. On the other side, if Kyler misses like a huge chunk of the season, Hollywood Brown being a wide receiver one is probably dead. But if we look back to 2022, to start off the season when Kyler was healthy and DeAndre Hopkins was suspended, Hollywood Brown was honestly great. The first six games prior to his ankle injury, he averaged 18.3 PPR points per game. That would have been the wide receiver seven on the season. So if Kyler's back, and with you know limited competition around him in terms of wide receivers, right? DeAndre Hopkins is no longer there, like we saw early on last year. I do think Hollywood Brown has the upside to be a top 12 fantasy guy. Maybe it won't be this season if Kyler's missing, you know, a prolonged stretch. But I think it's also possible that Kyler coming back from that ACL, they're probably going to be more pass heavy. You know, I doubt he's going to be using his legs as much as he has throughout his career. So I do think if Kyler can get healthy. I think Marquise Brown becomes very, very interesting. Now let's wrap it up with my final wide receiver. And this guy is actually going to be drafted as a wide receiver four, and it's going to be Jordan Addison, the wide receiver 37. Now it may seem wild for me to have a rookie wide receiver in this video, especially since we've seen better prospects like Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and Drake London not even finish as top 24 options last season. However, I think those better prospects had really, really tough landing spots. Like, I think if you put Wilson Olave London in favorable situations, I do think they could have competed to be wide receiver ones, you know, as soon as last season. I think for the 2023 season, the Vikings are like probably one of the best teams for a wide receiver two, if not the best in the entire NFL. Adam Thielen had been their kind of long time wide receiver two. It was originally him and Diggs. Then it was him and Jefferson. He's now gone, and he's honestly coming off a season where he experienced some major regression. And I don't think this is a situation where he just fell off because of his role. Like his role was pretty, pretty strong, which is why I'm very in on Jordan Addison this season. Thielen ran the second most routes 
in the entire NFL. The only player who ran more routes than him was Justin Jefferson. He also had the fifth most red zone targets. So you're telling me this guy's running the second most routes. He has the fifth most red zone targets. And he only managed to turn that into wide receiver 28 in targets on the season. I understand that Jordan Addison may not be a perfect prospect, but I feel like you throw him into this wide receiver two role with Justin Jefferson drawing all this attention. We know Jordan Addison is a fantastic route runner. I do think he's going to deliver for fantasy. Now, will that be a top 12 guy? I understand we're kind of shooting for upside here. Obviously, these are all not locks, but I do think he could be a top 24 guy. And once you're in that range, right, you hit a few touchdown boom weeks, you're right there competing for a wide receiver one territory. So those are going to be my five wide receiver threes or wide receiver fours that I think could be wide receiver ones, Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Marquise Brown, and then Jordan Addison. Let me know what you guys think about these players down below. If you haven't seen the running back video, go check that one out also. But thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.